Well, it looks like they're going to let us vote. Or are they? I know I predicted. That 2020 may be, I mean, I guess it's not really a prediction if I say maybe. But 2020 might have been the last election we got to vote in. And I said I wasn't sure if 2022 midterms would even happen. And so far, it's not looking good. Already reports uh, on Twitter from Rich Barris, the quote, people's pundit, peoplespundit.locals.com. There you go, Rich. Enjoy a plug. My podcast has a lot of reach. You're welcome. By the way, go ahead and share the show and give me a five-star rating and a nice review. Go ahead. Go ahead. I know, I guess uh, the voting machines in, in Arizona now aren't working. We had all, all of this time to prepare. And, uh, oh, whoops. forgot what, We forgot to do a little uh, preventative maintenance or, I mean, maybe see if they're plugged in. Have you turned it off and then turned it back on again? Sometimes that works. Here's some video uh, on location with one of the poll workers. Everybody wants to make sure that it reads and everything is fine. Can you repeat that? I can promise can you. you re- can you start from the beginning yeah. and repeat that? Good so citizen on the street with a camera. Tabulators. One of the tabulators is not working. Okay. The other tabulator is taking about 75% successful. So 25% of them are being misread. And it could be a printer issue um, or it could be the tabulator itself. So when it's misread, you have an option to put it into what's called box three and it gets read, whether it goes downtown and gets read manually or whether it gets refed in into our tabulator. You don't want to adjudicate. They get read. No. Okay? So no one's trying to <laughs> deceive anybody. Of course not. Not on election day. That would never happen, right? No. That would never happen. Uh-oh. People are unhappy. It's almost like we knew this was going to happen from the beginning because nothing happened after 2020. No one was held accountable. And our wonderful uh, Donald Trump that everybody's so fond of just handed the country over. He didn't want, he didn't want the trouble. He didn't want the criticism. I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I, I voted for Donald Trump, uh, Donald Trump twice. And I'm, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence about a third time. I'm actually feeling very anti-Republican today. I already voted. And I don't regret, I, I don't regret the vote. My, my vote. But there's been a lot of stuff circling on social media. A lot of talk of COVID amnesty. You know, uh, let's let's all just let bygones be bygones, and and forgive and forget, and let's move on. You know, sorry we ruined your life for two years with the COVID hoax. But hey, well, it's just you know, 
agree to disagree. <laughs> but there's a lot of memes and videos, sound bites being brought up on podcasts, reminding us all of what happened in case we forgot. In case we forgot, we couldn't go to our loved ones' funerals. We couldn't send our kids to school. We couldn't open our business. We couldn't go to work. And it, I just I just keep thinking, you know, who, who, who was in charge? Who was in charge when the lockdowns happened? Now, I, th- this is where the COVID amnesty discussion comes in. Because didn't we all think at the beginning, I know I certainly did, didn't we all think that we should believe the people, we should believe the experts, right? Anthony Fauci is the head of of the National Institute of Health and the, you know, Infectious Disease Administration, etc. He's the big wig. If there was a guy, if there was a guy that knew, it was him. Why shouldn't we? Why shouldn't we believe what he says? And then we started learning that he has he owns he owns patents for vaccines. He gets royalties for certain treatments. And then we learned that he also is responsible for handing out funding. To other agencies, to research groups, to scientists, other doctors. And Robert F. Kennedy Jr. wrote a book called The Real Anthony Fauci that told us in detail about all of the power and control that Anthony Fauci had over the entire healthcare system in this country and abroad. We know he was funding research groups in China. And it came to light that Anthony Fauci was withholding funding from doctors that didn't follow the approved narrative. That means if you speak out of turn, you don't get funding for your research project. You're essentially unemployed. Does that sound familiar? If you don't do what we say, we'll take everything away from you until you do. And that's the theme. That's the theme heading into the midterm elections because everyone was on board. It's, it's, it's us against the establishment today. And I don't know if voting is going to do the trick. Maybe it's just Republican melodrama. I know I, I read an article this morning from the Federalist Well, let's just read a little bit and we'll get into it by uh, Victoria Marshall. Headline. Is that really the headline? No, no, (laughs) that's the sub headline. All right. My bad. 
Headline, Biden's DOJ deploys feds wherever GOP poll watchers could disrupt Dems' election-rigging schemes. In its latest election-rigging scheme, the Biden Department of Justice has just announced it is deploying attorneys under its Civil Rights Division to mostly blue and swing counties across, across the country on Election Day. In a press release published one day before the midterms, the DOJ said it plans to send its attorneys to 64 jurisdictions in 24 states to monitor polling locations for compliance with federal voting rights laws. Quote, monitors will include personnel from the Civil Rights Division and from U.S. attorneys' offices. The press release reads, in addition, the division also deploys monitors from the Office of Personnel uh, Personnel Management, where authorized by federal court order. Division personnel will also maintain contact with state and local election officials. What stands out about the 64 jurisdictions the DOJ plans to monitor is that they are mostly Democrat strongholds or swing districts in states with key midterm contests such as Pennsylvania. That's uh, Dr. Oz and John Fetterman. Michigan, that is uh, Gretchen Whitmer and Tudor Dixon. Wisconsin, Georgia, that's Herschel Walker and and uh, Raphael Warnock. Arizona, you have Carrie Lake and, and Katie Hobbs. And Nevada, that's uh, oh, Bill Lombardo and uh, 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 Italian, Italian Bert, Bertinelli, Bertoli. Bertoli is the Republican Democrat. Or, uh, nah, he's the Republican gubernatorial candidate. One of my favorite words. It's actually not one of my favorite words. I think it's. Uh, I think we need a better one. <laughs> I don't know. Don't don't get me started. This will come off the rails quickly. These blue and swing counties are facing increased scrutiny this year by RNC and GOP activists, who, after nearly forty years, are finally permitted to coordinate poll watching with the National Committee and file voting related lawsuits, as Democrats have been able to do all along. But now these DOJ attorneys, under the guise of protecting voting rights, can help Democratic operatives get around election integrity objections at the polls and avoid scrutiny. If you ask me, it sounds like these individuals may be used as a soundbite, as an excuse to say, oh, no, we can't these. We got to figure out what we're going to do about these results because they were doing illegal things at the polling places, and that means that we have to give the race over to Democrats. What? You think they wouldn't do that? I mean, I started the show by telling you I didn't think we were going to get to vote today in the first place. I still don't think we're going to get to vote again in 2024. I mean, do you do you think the people in this country voted for what we're experiencing right now? Is it beyond comprehension that the people that are in control of the country would completely disregard the voice of the voters and do whatever they wanted in perpetuity? Isn't that what's happening right now? Let's look at gas prices. 
You still believe that's Resh's fault? Did you not do, do you not know going into the polls today that that Joe Biden canceled all of our energy production? Coming out of a Trump administration that had us energy independent and exporting energy? What Joe Biden did with our energy production didn't just hurt us, it hurt the world. And now Saudi Arabia is involved, and Russia is involved, and Brazil is involved. Because our country is being so deliberately dismantled that it's hurting the rest of the world. It's being so drastically and irresponsibly destroyed that other nations have to step in. Kind of weird being on this side of it for once. See, America being a solid nation benefits the rest of the free world. There was a poll on Twitter yesterday. Who do you think's really running the country? Is it Hillary and Soros and blah, blah, blah? Was it this guy or was it China and Hunter and Jim Biden? That was what I picked. Because China doesn't want a free world. See, China wants to take over the world. China wants to rule the world beneath the Chinese communist boot. You know, there's people in China that have been on lockdown for 80 days now. Still. And this is what, in my opinion, the leftist globalist establishment in this country wants for the entire world. And remember this was this was the plan. This was the plan if Hillary got elected in 2016. The pandemic was always coming. And the plan was going to be follow the Chinese model. But Hillary didn't win. Don't ask me how. My faith in our election system is completely obliterated. But Hillary had to get the guns. And she couldn't because she lost. So now the only, the only prayer is civil war. And look where we're headed. We're staring down the barrel. If the Democrats win, we know it was stolen. And if the Republicans win, the left is going to inflame their base. They're going to use their media mouthpiece to create so much chaos in this country. It very well may trigger a civil war. And even if that doesn't happen, 
We are still saddled with the burden of all the cultural damage that has taken place in this country since the election was stolen in 2020, allegedly. I mean, do people that want to care for their constituents and create a strong, vibrant, healthy country, do they, do they steal elections? Are those the people that steal elections? Or is it the corrupt, evil masochists that steal elections for themselves? Do you, I mean, do you steal an election because you just so badly want to improve the lives of the people that live in that country? (laughs) Or do you steal an election because you want to fill your own pockets? Because you want to create a dynasty? What's happening in our country isn't just bad for us. It's bad for the whole world. And the only ones that don't care about the collapse of the United States are the countries that have the most to gain. And it's not the free countries. It's the countries that America has traditionally fought against. I'm talking about China. They're basically the world's biggest slave colony because they have a disarmed population and complete authoritarian control. And the leadership in this country wants to follow the Chinese model. But they've blown it because we're still armed. So now they push out these stories. Oh, it's going to take days to count the votes. Going to take days to count the votes. We may never know. Oh, and watch. There's going to be irregularities. There's going to be problems from the polls. How do we accept the results of this election when there were all these problems at the polls? I guess we're just going to have to appoint the people that we want in charge. I guess we're just going to have to totally disregard the voice of the voters again. And how, I mean, how is it going to respond on, on, on one hand, you give the elections to the Democrats. Well, what, what will the Republicans do? I mean, if you're atop of this pedestal of the Democrat leadership, do you think you're going to ignite chaos in the country By blatantly stealing the election from the Republicans again? Or do you let the will of the voters play out and then activate your terror cells and inflame the rest of the leftist citizens with violent rhetoric on mainstream media? It's really impossible to predict. I I want to say that they've given up and thrown in the towel and that's why we're seeing all of the layoffs from the big big, uh, tech companies and mainstream media organizations. It's also possible that the candidates on the ballot are in the bag for the left 
they were funding candidates. Bull Duke in New, uh, in New Hampshire was one of them. And they claimed that they were sure they were going to be able to beat him. But now that race has been called a toss-up. Could go either way. Just the way the establishment wants it, eh? It's going to be an exciting winter. I don't know if exciting is the right word to use, but... It's how some could describe it. Buckle your seatbelts and hold on tight. But before you do that, go vote. Because it's really the only option we have left before things start getting violent. So do it because it's the right thing to do. Hey, thanks for hanging out. Got kind of dark. It may get darker, but I hope not. Please uh, rate, review, and share the show. I'll be back. Goodbye.